Hello and welcome to this week's episode of One Shot Dungeons. I am Kyle, your Dungeon Master, and of course, always joined by Jacob. Heyo. How you doing, buddy? Uh, we're just here recording the intro. We are. Just the intro. Yeah, because we partied too hard on the last episode. We just ran the, the one whole session into two parts. Yeah, and we kind of just skipped over the intro because don't want to stop the momentum, sit there and re-record and right, all that. So. Right, right. So here we are. Enjoy 46. We didn't take a shot uh, transferring over from 45 to 46. So here we go. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, and check out the lowest season. The low season. The low season. Right now, currently just their social media pages. And they will have an album out. This month? This month. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Supposedly. All right. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> Hi. Uh, welcome to One Shot Dungeons. I'm Kyle, your Dungeon Master, <laughs> always, uh, as always, Jacob. And today we're joined by Chris. Chris is in the band. He wrote the intro song. And please follow us on Instagram, all that things. He might have an album out in November 13th, 15th, possibly. Uh, it's going to be edited. Who knows what's going to happen? And today, <laughs> Cypress, where did we leave off? You just killed my best friend. Uh, possibly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I never learned his name. He had wife and kids that he told me right seconds before he died. Seconds. Yeah. <laughs> a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the then, second he was dying, he told you. Yep. Yeah, and Edgar yeah. just sliced through his neck. Yeah. And here we are. Blood all over your chest. The situation got too hot. Yeah. So if this is a, if we're continuing on from part two from episode 45, this is now 46. This is 46, yeah. You're welcome for giving you two. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> People listening, me and Ekra met up at the city hall. We got a task from Zegroth Montaigne to do a bank heist to get a staff that Zegroth Montaigne wants. We did a little bit of mischief. Mischief? Mischief. Yeah. Mischievous acts to yeah. get inside the bank, yes. And here we are. He just killed a man that didn't need to die. Okay, I don't know if that's the full story. So anyway, Kyle, take it away. <laughs> you heard the struggles we had in the first part. You tell me what you would have done. Really Add it in the comments. Be. Yeah, go for it. Where are we starting? Cyprus. Uh, you're sitting in the chair as you're trying to convince this man uh, that you're feeling a bit oozy, woozy. And as that happens, uh, a sudden slit is in the back of his neck as blood begins to rain down on top of you. Uh, almost like the woman in, uh, Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing? With the shower head. Okay. She sits in the chair and pulls <laughs> yeah, the shower head. I yeah, see. except for it's blood. And you find yourself in the middle of this bank with blood now begin to rain on top of you as the man who you've somewhat get to know for a moment is yeah. kind of holding himself, trying to hold it together as he falls on top of you. Never learned his name. Never learned his name. And his limp body drops onto your chest as the weight almost takes your chair and throws you backwards onto the floor. I fell backwards on the chair. Necra, yeah. don't you know these people? This disguises them right now. I get, yeah, I will. But it's I mean, these I, are the people in your own military forces, and you're just killing them. I mean, is this really worth the the what Zegras got to offer? If, while we were sharing our beverages and smokes, you would know that I do not really want to be in this, but I am for the pay. All right. Well, we're already here. We've already done this. We're, we're here. Fuck it. You want to retire? I want to retire. I don't want to be here. I'm too young to retire. I've got... Do you want a lot of gold? 
Do you want freedom to do other things? I'm here to do the right thing. But apparently that's not what we're doing. And I've already accepted this mission, so I'm doing what I gotta do. Fair enough. I'm searching this guy for any fucking identification. Does he have okay. a name badge? <laughs> uh, so, roll an investigation check, please. 16. 16, all right. You search through his pockets for a moment. Uh, you find a small coin pouch on his side. It's got about 20 gold inside of it. On top of that, you do find a cylinder piece of a key. So it seems to kind of line up with that last key from Henry that you found. And it's almost just a piece that plugs onto that and swivels on. It has two holes on the rib of the key. Okay. I'll turn to the guy that Ekra just killed. Say, since you're in, for, you're in it for the money, I just give him the gold. And I gestured to give me the other half of the cake. I hand it to him. We're here. We're doing it. All right. Uh, you're can still I, invisible. Can I hand him the key and not the whole thing? I mean, it doesn't really matter. Uh, well, the key piece you had was the ring with a small nudge kind of leaning off of one end. Attached, like, fixed on the ring? Yeah. And, and then it had a circular, like, it has a threading part on it. And that's kind of what he found oh, well, was the rod. Yeah, you just take so. it. Okay. So I'm that guy now. Have the key ring. Put the two keys together. And walk to the vault. Well, we're walking to the, doors to the double behind doors. Behind the yeah. counter? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. And you're about, we'll say, about 15 minutes in now at this point of his invisibility. So he's got a bit of time left. Uh, you're heading to the doors first there, Cypress? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you approach two swinging wooden doors. Uh, they're floor-to-ceiling, but there's no handles or anything on them, and they're clearly just kind of slats that you can push. Uh, and they're directly in front of you now, leading into the back of this bank. No keyhole? No keyhole. All right. I look around the room, looking for Ekra, and I just... Can't find him, so I look into an empty space. Like, you ready to do this? 20 to 25 degrees to your right. <laughs> Turn my head. You ready to do this? I'm ready to do this. How are we doing this? Are we guns a-blazing? <laughs> are we fucking doing it stealthily? Because I feel like we're going to die right here tonight. No, we're not. No, 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 no. Not even close, dude. We're walking out of this. Your, I mean... You know who we are. We're Casey Affleck and the dude in Hawaii Five O, the brothers in Ocean's Eleven. That's who we are. That's what I feel like we are. I think that's two thousand years in the future. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh shit! Sorry, I broke the fourth wall again. Uh, but well, are you on guns ablazing? Are we doing this stealthily? Only because I'm invisible. If you were, I'd say you do it. But because I'm invisible, I would suggest that I like creak the door open and look in to see what uh what's going on. Okay, I unlock or I push the door open and let him go first. Okay, stealthily or just kind of pushing it. I'm pushing it. Okay, uh, you pop. Did the I do door something open, wrong? And no, then no. are you following <laughs> in too? Uh, yeah. If I, if it enables me to peek through. Okay. Uh, as you look down, you first see a hallway. Uh, it's got a nice regal rug leaning down the center of it. Uh, on each side of you, you see two doors to your right and two doors to your left, just even with each other. They're both closed. And then down the hallway farther, you see it kind of split off to a bit of a... You're at the top of a staircase. And a staircase leading to the right and to the left. So it's kind of a nice little grand staircase. You're at like a balcony. Almost. So we got two rooms on either side of yeah. us. Yep. And then a grand stairway at the end. At the far end, yeah. Got it. Do you want me to just open it? Because I'm, I'm only doing this because I'm invisible. Do you want me to just open every door? That to you. I'm going to open up the door to the right. So, as you open up the door to the right, uh, you see a large table in the center of the room, a table off to the right as well, but papers kind of scattered all around this large circular table in the inside of the room. And uh, there's no other human or uh, creature in it? Nobody is in here, no. Can I roll investigation to see if anything's valuable? Sure. 12. Okay. Uh, as you look through some of the paperwork, something does kind of stick out to you, and it's a ledger. For each night, they have how many men are marked, and tonight has 10 men marked down. That's good. We dealt with four. 
So there's six left we have we haven't seen yet. The gods are on our side. You do see other knights of like sixteen and higher and shit like that. So you guys caught them, caught them on a good night. Thank you, DM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Can I go into the room on the left? Stealthily open the door. Yeah. Uh, go ahead as you slide into the other room. Nobody's in there. It's a small little office. It appears to be more of almost like a bank manager's office. This one's a bit more kind of set up presenting. We have to think about finding... If if we don't already have it, we have to find out what opens what would be said vault. I hold up the key. Is the key that we just attached to each other the one that opened that door? Uh, no. That door was so not locked. So the key that you have in total right now with the two pieces kind of combined... It's just a circle with one long rod on it now. And so you I see openings. Yeah, the teeth to the key. So there's no have. pin. There's, there's no Yeah, there's no teeth to open the pins. Okay, so we need to find those. Okay, so in this room, can I roll for investigation now? You sure can. Fifteen. Fifteen? Okay. Uh as you look through some of the desks and some of the bookshelves and whatnot, you do find Underneath the desk, there's a small little lockbox. Easily enough, you can kind of shake it enough, and it's not very secure as you pop it open. You do find uh, some scattered gold and a few little notes within that, but you find about 100 gold stashed within this desk. Okay, I will um, accept inventory into my inventory of gold. (laughs) And then, can I read the notes? Uh, Yeah, as you go through them, they just seem to be talking about different... People throughout the town, people who have asked for loans, people who have tried to open up bank accounts. It's kind of, this is a bit more secure than what Throg's Camp actually is, but it's, this is almost like a natural bank that they've tried to create. Okay. So it's kind of scattered. It's nowhere near an actual setup for a bank, but you are finding strange notes of different people's names and people you would recognize as well, Electra. Uh, I'll go in the further room on the same side, stealthily open the door. Okay, uh, so as you walk down the hallway a bit farther, you find yourself once again at a office. Can I roll to investigate it? Please do. Uh, 13. 13? Okay, as you dig through this room for a moment, uh, you come up to another kind of one of those little desk cabinets that you found in the last room, and as you go to pull this one, it feels a bit more secure. This one hasn't been used as much, but uh, it does feel like it's a nice little lockbox in there, but you just can't quite get it open. Um, with one of my crossbow arrow bolts, could I try prying it? You sure can't try. What uh, would that be? We're going to go ahead and go with a strength check since you're trying to pry. Oh, natural 20 plus two. Okay. Uh, yeah, you get the arrowhead stuffed in directly above the lock and you can almost feel it kind of connect into some of the, that chassis that holds a lock in there and as you do so you pry it as it pops open the bottom lock and the desk door slides open inside of this once again you find just a mess of coin stashed in the bottom of this desk with a few notes kind of scattered around it's different names that say iou and shit like that to the bank it's a terrible bank but it's a bank (laughs) nonetheless okay um and inside of there you find another 80 gold all right well i'll consume that yeah okay i'll go in the final room okay uh, yeah, you slide in as another office is unlocked, and you find yourself once again in a similar-looking area. Would you like to investigate? Yeah. Please roll. Oh, thank God. Uh, 24. Okay. As you search around for a bit more, uh, you kind of find another desk, and you slap your hand against the side, kind of thumping it against it as you go and pulling it. And uh, as you do so, you can feel it unlock as you slide open this other cabinet underneath itself with more stuff notes of IOUs and bullshit bank notes, and on top of that, you find another 120 gold Jesus on the inside. Fuck it. So about 320. Okay. I'll consume all that up to 320. Consume, he's eating it. And all inventory. Between <laughs> these searches, it's been another 15 minutes of you so searching I'm at 30? rooms. So you're yeah. currently 30 minutes deep Okay, as you're searching through different rooms. Uh, uh, Cypress, where have you been at? Throughout I think he's just you been entered right the, the hallway? or. Nope. No. He's just no. been at the seat. I've been at the, the doorway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 you, so you've seen kind of random doorways ent- open here right. and there. I'm just waiting for the, the go-ahead. Yeah. Because he's searching all the rooms. I'm not going to enter them. As soon as he says it's all clear, I'm going to 
start walking down. And that's exactly what I was going to say. Is like, I mean, I can whisper such a dumb term, whisper yell, like, Cypress, come here. <laughs> We're good. I'll walk down. All right. Uh, are you guys heading to kind of that top of the staircase there, or are you guys waiting at the end of the hallway? You haven't quite gone past that either there. I'm going to wait till the end of the hallway. Because you're going to hold yeah. back a little yeah. bit. Wow. Because he okay. said that, I'm going to peek uh, to look at left and right of the top of the staircase. Okay. So, as you two continue, well, Ekra, as you continue to the top of this large grand staircase, you see a massive room. Uh, the room has a doorway to the right and a doorway to the left. Each doorway has a guard at the front of them. Uh, these ones and some half-plate armor, they look a bit stronger than the rest that you've run into as they appear to be standing almost like statues with massive great swords kind of in their hands rested on the ground. Uh, at the far end of the room, you see a large staircase leading directly down. One single staircase, but about 15 feet wide that just dives deeper into the ground itself. Uh, you can't see past the two guards as there are doors behind them. So what you have to you... go over to go down in? Yep. Because it's darker. Yeah, okay. you have to go to the far end of the room and then go down the staircase that way. We're oh. next to each other, so suggestions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to snap my fingers. Hey, Ekra, how, how deep is that fall? It's what? about a 15-foot drop. From what? From the top of the staircase where you guys are at. Oh, to like hop on it's the either, side? It's either 15 feet down the stairs or 15 feet off the side. So I've got a crazy plan. Uh, I'm yours. But whisper it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've got a crazy plan. <laughs> Everybody listen. Ekra, where are you? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm whispering this, obviously. Yeah. So I've got a crazy plan. If it might be a little too crazy. I mean, I already killed someone, so. But if I were to just be, fall, just if I fell off the top of the stairwell, hit the ground. And just say, they're coming. You've got to protect the bank and see if they leave their, their positions. Can you say they're at the front door of the bank and not just in the bank? Yeah, I could I could say they're outside attacking. Everybody's left their positions or whatever. Can you tell them they're in front and I'll invisibly trail them? Yeah, but I'm going to fall and take a lot of damage. It's 15 feet. Okay, but is that a plan that you think will work? Uh, well, all right, well, let's talk about it for a second. <laughs> yeah. So that's an option, and I like it. I mean, the other option is you could still just be visible. You don't have to fall. You just come. Maybe you can 1d4 stab yourself and say there's action hap to not, like, you know, break any bones or anything. You could just stab yourself for a 1d4 or 1d6. You only take a maximum of that. And you could say, we're getting killed at the front of the bank. And then I can trail them and lock them back out, and then we can proceed. And then there would be four more guards left. Do you have a dagger? Uh, I have bolts, so you could just stab yourself with a bolt, like a crossbow bolt. You're invisible. It'd be easier if you do it. Stab me. Close my eyes. Oh, God. Stab me with the bolt. It's essentially stabbing somebody with a dagger, yeah. Non-vital arteries. Do you want it in the arm? Stabs you in the gut. This is going to kill me with infections. If I hit you in the legs, it might be... Reduce distance. If I hit you in the arms, you might get disadvantage on attack. Don't shoot me. Just stab me with the bolt. What do you want? Just right on the side? Non-vital arteries. That's and my organs, heart. And organs. organs. Yeah, okay. yeah. In the neck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll grab the previous bolt I used to shimmy the um, desk. Mm -hmm. It's going to rely on a roll. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if I fuck up, it's going to hurt a lot more, yeah. and I very deeply apologize. I'm going to try getting him on the side, like a nice... A nice three, kind of a glance. A nice almost. yeah, graze. Yeah. A graze. Okay, roll yeah. a medicine check. Uh it's a natural twenty minus one. Okay. Ooh. Perfect. Wow. Um, that was the best result we could have had on that. So uh you see nothing. As all of a sudden you feel a glance across to your side. It cuts through some of the cloth as it just grazes you, but enough to just start a nice little bleed. It kind of cuts into your fat rather than any organs on the inside mm. is it does a nice little bit of damage there roll a d6 for me please four four and you take four points of damage there cypress as you feel this cut just glance across to you but it begins to 
drips some blood all over the side of your clothes as it begins kind of pouring down the side of your okay. cap. I'm going to wait a couple seconds, take that blood and like smear it on myself a little nice, bit more, nice, make it look nice. a little more in depth than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Maybe put a little under your nose. My nosebleed is nice. Sure. <laughs> I'll put some under my, underneath my nose. Slap me in the face. Like in what? To pump me up. Okay, like you're going to go in the ring? Yeah. Okay, I'll slap him like that. All right, yeah, <laughs> like you slap him like that. Slap you him like a coach. Pop him in the face, Cypress. You feel this heart slap as it just kind of crackles across the side of your cheek. You can feel it sting for a moment as you're just kind of getting yourself hyped up. You don't know where it came from as he's still invisible, but it's just this shit's fucking getting you going. Okay, I'm going to go to the edge of the stairwell at the top. Into the center or to the right or the left? Where they can see me at the top. Okay. <laughs> All right. Not, yeah. not on either side, just directly center. Right in I, the middle. I can yeah. see them. Yeah. Hail <clears throat> Mary, Grace. I, so I run up there. Oh, oh, my God. They're out in the front. They're out in the front. We need you. Come. And I'm going to start like heading, heading back to the, the double doors that we came into. And I'll peek into one of the doors as I'm heading that way. But I'll push the door open. Until one of the doors... So I'm gonna, so the double doors that we came through, Yeah, I'm going to make sure that's open all the way. Okay. And then as I do that, come back and then hide into one of the rooms. That One of the offices? Yeah. Okay. Please roll a deception check and then a stealth check as well. Uh, dirty 20 for deception. Ooh. Okay. And then stealth. Believable. Not, not <laughs> Believable. Stealth will take a dirty 20 as well. Oh. Two dirty 20s. Okay. As you begin shouting this out, you lean over the banister and kind of holding your side, one of the men does look up at you as he looks back quickly at the other man. They seem to be kind of, they're not saying anything, but they're both looking at each other as they quickly both look back up at you as you begin running out of the room down the hallway. You can hear metal clanking now heading up behind you. Ekra, you can see the two men leave their post as they begin heading up the stairs and down the hallway. Uh, Cypress, you find yourself hiding in the room to the right, uh, the right of the hallway that you guys originally ran down, and you can hear metal clanking running up the stairs now and heading down towards the crux of this hallway. Uh, they begin passing down the hallway. Is there anything you'd like to do? I'm okay. Is he within 30 feet from me? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, since he hid in a closer room. I whisper, I cantrip, whisper, uh, completely already blanked. Did you tell him to go outside, right? Yeah. Do you want me to follow him and unlock the door behind him? Or just let's just keep going? That's up to you, because I I can't tell you. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, you can let out a groan. Oh. (laughs) Stay silent if you don't want to. Groan if you want me to. (laughs) In in whisper form, in whisper form. See, that works. Look to myself confused, like, I'm not going to make any sound. Because they're walking past me. <laughs> he said he was already in the hallway. I'm not making any goddamn sound. And he he was hidden in a room as the two yeah. men are running down the hallway now. Yeah, I'm not making any uh, peep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, you get nothing in response. As the two men click and clatter down the hallway, they make their way to the two swinging doors, and you hear the swing of the metal open up and the swords now drawn out of their large hilts. Uh, but you see no men as they've disappeared into the lobby. So that's six. We have six people taken out. How many people are supposed to be in this area? Ten altogether. So Ten? Only four I, I heard 16 originally. No, on, in whisper form, uh, this unlimited cantrip that sounds broken for the time being. I came out of the room once they left the front door. Yeah, uh, I found a note saying there's only 10 guards for the night. Okay. And we dealt with six, so I'm assuming there's only four more. Okay. And I'm going to take a really good guess and say when we go downstairs, all four are going to be in the same room. Okay. Well, let's do this. I need you to go lock that front door. Do you have any rope? Tie that thing tight. The swing door? Yeah, the front door. The front door I can lock. You want me to rope it even as well? I want you to lock it and rope it. Let's go to inventory and see if I have rope. 50 feet. Lock it and rope it. I'll trail the guards that are running out to the front. As they, if, as long as they exit the front door, I will shut it behind them, lock it, and then tie a sick-ass Cub Scout knot. So you're following through the swinging doors that they went through? Invisibly stealthily, yes. Okay, roll a stealth check, please. 
It's a sound-based stealth check, but sure. It didn't rolled. matter. Didn't matter. Uh, 13. 13? Okay. Uh, you creep open the doors, as it does make a bit of noise as you're kind of stepping through, but you see the two men just focused on the door, as they are standing now about five feet from the front door, two large cleavers, one in each of their hands, as they stand there prepped for anybody else to come through the front doors. Uh, I will... How far am I from them? Uh, you'd be about... 10 feet? Um, no, you're about 45 feet away. Fuck. From the front door to that door? Uh, from the swinging door to the front door. If I crouch walk to the counter, how far am I away from the front door? Uh, you'd be about 30 feet then. Okay, can I do that? Uh, you sure can try, yeah. What do you want me to roll? Stealth check. I'll give you advantage since you're invisible. Ah, <laughs> uh, 23. Okay. You managed to creep up to the front of the desk. Or the back of the front desk. So if I'm pinpoint exactly 30 feet from the front door, I'll let out another. I'll use this cantrip for the 15,000th time and let out a blood-curdling scream uh, right on the front door, I guess. Okay. Roll a performance check. Eight. Eight? Okay. You see the two men kind of step forward a step, but they almost are just shifting their feet into a stance to get ready. They're in a defensive position as the both of them are just ready for whatever's coming through the door. Could I send a whisper in their ear saying, be offensive, go through the door? Sure. Roll a persuasion check. I'll give you disadvantage. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yeah. Because you're an ominous voice coming to their Damn. heads. 12. 12. Would have been a 20. Uh, Yeah, both of them kind of like look at each other for a moment as they're kind of shaking their heads. They're both a bit confused by that, but neither of them seem to move. You should start going down the stairs. Uh, that's exactly what I was about to say. Is I'm just going to walk down the stairs. Are you? Yeah. Okay. So, And you have the key too, so. Mm-hmm. As you make your way down this large stairwell, you come into a tightly packed room. You have six doors, two, so you have one directly to your left. You're not even down the stairwell yet at this point, as you can look over the banister on each side, and there's a doorway directly to your left and to your right. You're not even down the stairway yet. As you get into the medium of the room, there's two more doorways and then at the far end of the room, there's two more doorways. And then directly in front of you, at the farthest end of this small room, there's a massive set of double doors. But they appear to be made, of, made out of steel. As well in this room, you also see two men. One standing directly to the left and one standing directly to the right of that large set of metal doors in between. Uh, I'm assuming they see me walking down the stairs. Um, not quite. I'm going to play this off. I'm going to roll down the stairs like I've just been shot and killed. So you're going to tumble down them? Oh, yep. Okay. Uh, please roll a acrobatics check. Six. Okay. You tumble down those motherfuckers. Yeah, good. Uh, you take one point of damage as you tumble down to the bottom with a cut on your side and now a nice bloody lip, and you find yourself at the bottom of the staircase, and the two men draw their swords quickly as well as a shield off of both of their backs, as they stare you down now, kind of sword held up against their shield, facing you directly. One of them shouts out, What are you doing here? They're coming through the front door. And I'll act like I died. And you'll act like you died? Roll yeah. a performance check, please. Performance of a lifetime. 23. Okay. Uh, the man to the right quickly approaches towards you, as he holds his sword out in front of him, he looks back to the other man for a moment, and he kind of stares down at you as he begins kind of poking you with his sword, trying to see if you'll move. I will not move. Okay. Uh, please roll a performance check for me. Eleven. Okay. Uh, as it stabs you, uh, you do feel a bit of pain on your side, and you kind of shift over to the right quickly. <laughs> but it doesn't seem to uh, distract him much, but you do take three points of damage. Okay. As it stabs into your side for a moment, you kind of flinch, but it, he can't quite tell whether or not that's just death flinches or you moving. So 
you're out of the clear of this one as he's kind of poking you. The other man behind him is still standing there, sword on his shield. They're not moving at all. They're staying there. Not at all. Are you doing anything, Ekra? Uh, are you waiting for those two guards to leave to lock the door? Or are you coming down? What do you? Should I come down? I'm down to come down. I'm not telling you anything. It's <laughs> a good point. If you're asking if I'm okay, I'm okay. But other than that, I have no advice for you. Uh, I'm going to let these two guards stay on the door. I'm going to go down to uh, Cypress. Okay. Uh, you begin making your way back down through the double swing doors, down the large regal staircase, and then up to the final staircase that Cypress has now thrown himself down. Uh, is there anything you're doing while Ekra's kind of making his way here? I don't know. He's making his way down. He's yeah. invisible, so I'm just gonna. I'm You're a, still just playing. I'm dead. dead. Okay. Even if he, if he, even if I hear him coming down the stairs, I'm acting like I'm dead. Okay. Uh. So, Ekra, please roll a stealth check at advantage for me. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Uh. Easily enough, you can make your way here stealthily. Nobody seems to hear you as you find yourself heading down this massive staircase into the basement. You see your friend lying there. Uh, he's a bit bloodied up at this point, and a man kind of standing over him with a sword and shield. And behind him at the farthest door, another man with a sword and shield kind of prepped. Neither of them have said anything as they're just kind of staring down your friend lying on the floor. Am I enough to be 30 feet within the top floor? Yeah. Like if it's an overhang, I could be yeah. here. Can I make another cantrip curdling scream? Sure. Top, top? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Roll a performance check. Mm-mm-mm. 18. All right. Uh, neither of them seem to move. Okay. Can I stealthily go behind one of them? You could attempt to get to the man behind Cypress, or the man who's standing over Cypress. So, stealth? Yeah. Advantage still? Invisibility? Yeah. And it's also been another 10 minutes, so you're at 40 minutes in total. Okay, that's a little bit better. 16. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you managed to sneak up behind this man as he doesn't quite seem to notice you coming down the stairways and getting behind him. Perfect. Um, Once you get behind him, there is a man behind you about 20 feet away. Okay. I'm going to do the same attack I did on the first guy that, that was on him. Okay. The crimson right with yeah. the all that other shit. So, fuego. Is this strength? Uh, no. It's plus seven to hit. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Eighteen. Eighteen? Okay, that's a hit. Seventeen plus six, twenty-three. I know exactly how I'm going to end this. So, as you swing up your blade, you catch the man in the back of the neck. As it's just, he's completely unaware of this coming, clearly. And uh, you manage to drop the man. As your blade catches just right on the side of his neck, blood begins to pour down on top of you once again, Cypress, as you're just getting <laughs> covered over and over now is in this just murky, crimson-red mush as it's just pouring on top of you. Uh, Ekra, you've dropped that man dead as he now falls on top of Cypress as well. Uh, the man on the far end of the room now begins pressing in towards you quickly, Cypress, his sword drawn, shield in front of him, and he is walking directly at you. But He's uh, about ten feet away now. I'm in between him and... Oh, but I'm invisible. Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh... Open one eye. <laughs> the man is laying dead on top of you as well. Oh. Uh, who he just killed. Doesn't matter. I'll open up one eye and look at the guy that's coming towards us. Hey, you got a family? <laughs> I roll a... Pers- uh, I don't know, persuasion check? 13. Uh, he says nothing as he continues walking forward, sword drawn at you. Well, I guess you don't care, and then I'll misty step behind him. So he, but a, in a way that he doesn't know that I'm behind him. Okay. That's a great call. <laughs> so go ahead and roll a arcana check for me. This dice always does me dirty, but I'm going to do it. It's going to do you good. <laughs> Dirty. Okay. Uh, five. All right. As you disappear in a cloud of mist, you reappear once again behind him. Uh, this man's a trained soldier and somebody who's better off than most of the people in Throg's camp. 
And as quickly as you do, he notices that you're gone and he quickly switches his stance behind himself. And he now stares you down with a blade. Your door, or there's that large metal door behind you with your back to it. The man is now separating you from the dead body on the other side. And he's about 10 feet away from you as he is now quickly rotated and begin pressing in towards you. He is going to continue to approach as he now takes a swing. That's going to (laughs) connect. Boom, boom. You take six points of damage as he swings his blade but keeps his shield in front of himself. It catches you down across the back of your tricep as it's just a large cut as blood begins to now drain and you can feel it just soaking the bottom of your wrist. I'll put my hands up and say, Fuego. As I'm approaching the backside of this guy that is unaware. Yeah. And it sounds like he's very unaware of what just happened to his buddy. Mm -hmm. I will go. Can I approach him to where I'm within five feet? Yeah. So I'm going to do the flame scimitar. Please roll with advantage since you're visible and coming from behind. Natural 20. What'd you roll? 10. Times two. Double that. 20. Plus six. 26. Being honest. Just being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. We'll just do that. (laughs) <laughs> I think that's enough. I'm yeah. going to go ahead and say uh, that. As you run up behind this man, you manage to cut right into the back of him. As you're cutting, you slice and just stab directly through the back of him, right in between the rib cage and the spine and everything, and you manage to catch right into the vital organs. And as you pull out, you do a nice long slash on the way out as it manages to cut a bit deeper in. As you can feel your blade scraping bones on the way out, blood begins to just pour onto the floor in front of him as he's just kind of trying to hold himself together. He falls dead onto the floor in front of you. Ecker, you want to search their bodies for the uh, teeth of these Oh, I will search this guy's body, yeah. Okay, please roll an investigation check. That's way better. 21. Okay. Uh, As you search around for a moment, uh, you do find a set of teeth and a small bag. That's a nice little leather bag, and inside of that bag, you pop it open, and you find three teeth, all of different sizes, but they seem to match the keyholes that he has on his. I'll retrieve the teeth and go to Cyprus, and uh, we'll try to configure this correct key. Alrighty. Uh, So, there's those large metal doors in front of you now at this point, and as you guys configure some of the keys, they all seem to screw in. To the exact same slots. Open up the vault. Yeah. Alrighty then. Where, where, where? Would not be surprised. Can you hear me? Yeah. I want to stealth roll, put the money that I have into his pocket. Okay. At what point? Can I do it right now since he's not paying attention and we're right next to each other? Uh, Yeah. It's a 16, though. Okay. So. He rolled a 16 for what? To put the key in the hole? Nope. Please roll a perception check there, Cypress. Bugger green. Natural 20. All right. Uh, You feel a couple bags of gold get slipped into your pocket. Just trying to be a bro. (laughs) We fought in the blood dome together. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. I'll act like nothing happened, because I think he was trying to stealth it. Stealthly put You're going to be cute about it? Yeah. You're going to be cute about it? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right. Uh, he's cute about it, as you find yourself at these large metal doors. You've gotten the pieces now to kind of combine these into one massive key. Putting it in? All right. Turning it? Uh, you twist it. As it turns... It quickly, you begin to hear cylinders sliding through the walls, metal kind of clanking and shattering against each other as it's just chunk, 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 chunk. As the door quickly slides open, you find a large regal room with a large blue glowing light. Past that, as the doors open, there's three other doors now. These doors begin to slide into the walls as well, revealing at the far end of the room a massive golden chest sitting on top of a pedestal, sorts. And where are the blue lights coming from? Uh, There's blue lights in this first room, and then past that is these three metal doors that have now slid into the walls, and then there's another blue light glowing from underneath the chest. And it's kind of an aqua blue. It's not a natural light. This is clearly something. I hold my hand out. 
like a stop, don't move. I've done a bike, bank heist before. And uh, have you? I have. Okay. Don't think these lights are here just for illumination. Yeah. Fair enough. I think we gotta take these lights out. Um, as I hold my hand out and tell him not to move, that these lights might be a trap. I'm gonna look around the room for any levers or anything that might turn off the blue lights. Okay. Please roll an investigation check. Uh, nine. Nine. Um, the best that you're gathering is it's uh lighting for this dark basement. I'm trying to take in the consideration the last time I did a bank heist and there was some lighting. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, you're not, yeah, I'm going to be an absolute scumbag and just walk right into it. Okay. Uh, yeah. As you walk through the first blue light, nothing appears to happen and you walk down the large corridor and you find yourself at the steps of this large golden chest. I'm not moving from where I'm at. You're staying back at the middle door. Does it look like there's a lock on the chest or anything? Uh, no. You see two large handles in the front of it. Handles to carry it or handles to open it? To, like, open type of handles. Oh. I mean, I'm good. Come over here to... Ekra. What's up, Cypress? Is there anything in that room? Is there any levers or anything? Uh, can I roll to investigate any other options in this room? Uh, please do. That's a 21. We'll go with the 21. Okay. Uh, yeah. You peer around the room for a moment and... Nothing appears out of the ordinary. Cypress, I think we're overthinking this. I think we can just open up the chest. I don't believe it. I'm not going to do it. Can I try opening the chest on one handle? Uh, yeah. Please roll a strength check. Fuck, that's not good. Uh, six. Six? Uh, yeah, as you're trying to yank it, it's just, it's a heavy, this is... As you're realizing, as you're trying to lift this mat, it's almost the size of a coffin. And as you're trying to lift this, you're realizing that the entire thing is made of metal, and it is a lot heavier than you expected. I think the game right now is us both rolling decent strength checks to open this. I don't think there's that many more traps. Remember, I had the intel of what was going on, and the only problem was guards, and it took us two episodes to get through it. All right, I'll do this. I'll walk down the path. Okay. And as soon as, I'll try to open that door, but I'm keeping my eyes on the uh, three doors. Oh. And as soon as they start to shut, I'm going to thunderstep my ass out of there. Okay. That's a good point. So you're kind of wary. Yeah. You're in between trying to help, but also I'm gonna, trying I'm gonna to help open that get chest, ready to But get if those doors out. close, I'm, I'm out. Okay. Yeah. Uh... Sounds good. So you approach throughout the room. Uh, nothing seems to happen as you find yourself standing next to the invisible Ekra. Uh, it's hard to tell that you're standing next to him, but if you you have seen the top of this thing kind of lifting and shaking, so it'd be your best assumption that he's there as well. Yeah. Count of three. Yeah, and also you're at fifty minutes now. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. You have ten minutes. To do. Uh, yeah. So count of three. Count of three. Eleven. Two. Two. Uh, you wow. guys are trying to budget as just nothing seems to happen. You guys are underestimating the weight of the top of this. Did you did you lift on three or after three? I think I lifted on I think it was after three, sorry. I lifted on three. Oh uh, yeah, that's my bad. One more time. Now, would a simple tool work better, like a wedge? If, like, stuck the sword and then wedged it, would that be a simpler tool? And we we could do it together. If you have a sword, you shove your sword in there, and we both push down on it? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Let's try it. But on on three this time? Yes. Okay. On three. Seven. Sixteen. Okay. So, with this, uh, as you guys begin to pry this open, trying to use the sword, the sword is just bending other, underneath the weight as it's kind of flexing. You can see it pressing a crease into the side of your blade. And as you're doing so, the top does begin to lift ever so slightly. Uh, please roll perception checks, the both of you, as you're slowly creasing this thing open. Uh, 
17. 17. 15. Okay. 17? Okay. 16 plus 1. Oh, I am so sorry. I'll be very honest. It's minus 1. 15. 15? I thought it was plus 1. I'm Double 15. So- okay. Uh, Fuck. Sorry. You're just bounced. noticing your blade is kind of bending at this point. You're more concerned about getting it out of there than ruining your sword. And me? Uh, yeah, you notice that his blade is... I'm keeping my eyes on you the door. Really, you're keeping your eyes what, on the doors? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you're not noticing anything on the doors either, but you're not quite getting enough pressure on this by using the blade to pry it open. That's not enough. Uh, not, a, not strong enough blade to pry that. What if we carry this out? It's, it's heavy enough for us not to open up the, the latch. I don't think we're strong enough to carry it out. Good point. Good point. You have rope on you. Is there a handle on the front of it? There's the two handles on the very front. But nothing on the front to, like, no handle on the front to lift it open. No, there's, yeah, that's the two handles on the front are to open it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, those are on the top half of the chest are two large handles. Okay. So I think either we put the two options, we try to lift it from the sides again. Or we tie a rope on both sides and pull the rope back behind the chest and see if we can open it that way. That's 100% true. You gave me a few advantages, so it's up to you. I used rope to tie the... Oh. You never did. Yeah. That's true. You held off. Then never mind. Let's do... You want to do the rope? I'm done to do the rope. To try and get some leverage. You're yeah. Tie, tie it around the handles. And both handles pull and pull back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'll give you guys strength checks with advantage that you guys thought something through. <laughs> Booger die. Booger die. God. I'll take 17. 11. Okay. Uh, between the two of you, finally, with a little bit of pressure and using s- some fucking knowledge, the <laughs> two of you begin to yank backwards, and as you do so, the top of this chest begins to creep open. And as it does so, you feel a bit of resistance, but from the back, you don't see anything as finally it pops open and you hear a large snap and it sounds like rope popping. As it cracks into the air, you begin to hear a large dong, 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 ringing out from the top of this building. It appears to be a large bell, almost a church bell, ringing (sighs) off and into the distance, but the chest is open. Okay, and how many minutes have passed since his visibility? Is it over? Uh, no, he's still got, we'd say like, I'd say seven minutes. So I'm going to give him the countdown to five here soon. Okay, in that case, I will hurry up and dive to the chest and see what I see. Uh, so you don't have to roll to see inside of the chest. Easily enough, you see one large staff in the center of it. It's made of an ashen oak, that white kind of wood the bark that lays over the wood. It's math, It's about five feet long as it curls itself around, and it leads up to the top. It has a massive green crystal that's kind of pulsating as it sits there. It's dripping this purple liquid down in, into a bucket that's been placed inside of this casket, and then beneath the sides of it are two black, strange boxes. They seem to have handles on them and nice like leather wrapped around the sides of them. I'm going to grab the staff. I'm going to grab the staff and (laughs) throw it to Cypress or like huck it, you know? Okay. Uh, roll. I'm going to have you roll for this since, uh, what I was describing, please roll a athletics check. Please roll a athletics check there. Cypress. Uh, You know, the coolest thing. Oh, athletics. Yeah. Disagree with that. (laughs) 19. Okay. Jesus nice Christ. Toss. <laughs> Good catch. Athletics. I thought it was acrobatics. I was like, fuck yeah. 13. Okay. He quickly grabs the staff from the chest and tosses it towards you. As he does, you manage to catch it. And as you catch it, you see this purple liquid just go flying off of the side of this green crystal. I'm intrigued to what's going to happen because yeah. I think I fucked up and I deeply apologize. But you manage to catch it in your hands as it's dripping this purple liquid off of the green crystal inside of this white staff. 
Is the purple liquid on my hands? No. It's dripping to the floor behind you. Do you have a dispel or anything? No. Fuck. So I'm going to hold the staff where the purple liquid's not touching my hands yeah. anymore. So if it's kind of like angled down. Horizontal yeah, or whatever. Yeah, so it's dripping to the floor. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's time for us to leave. <laughs> I absolutely agree. Um, Let's go. <laughs> but Exactly, we're leaving. But right before we do, do I have the cumbersome to retrieve both briefcases? Uh, You would, yeah. Can I retrieve both briefcases? Uh, Yeah, you could quickly grab them up as well. Since you've tossed him the staff, you can get a hold of those two cases. Yes. Stay 20 feet behind me and let me bolt back upstairs. He can't see you, technically. I hear it. You hear me say (laughs) it. Yeah. (laughs) But Uh, distance-wise, he's not going to have a clue. Oh, good point. (laughs) Um, We'll just run, and you tell me when to stop. And as you guys are yeah, doing this, point. you just hear this large church bell. Yeah, still, let's go ringing. We're moving. We're moving up the. We're gonna pass the three doors and move up to the staircase. Okay, if we're allowed to. Uh, yeah, the doors do not close. As you begin running through them and heading back up towards the staircase, everything seems normal. So now we're up on the stairs. Yeah, you then guys loop back around to the top of the staircase of the first floor only floor. And yeah, you guys are currently here at the top of the first floor. Are you guys continuing on? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so at this point for directional, I'll tell Cypress to make your way to the uh, lobby counter and stay there until you see my move. I can't see you. You'll see my move. Okay. All right. So, as you hear that out, Cypress, are you running towards the counter then? Yep. As quickly. And then, so, easily enough, you guys can run through here. You guys have cleared most of the people in within this, these rooms. And as you sprint up, you bust through the two war- large swinging doors there, Cypress, staff in hand as it's dripping this liquid onto the ground. And you find yourself sliding and kind of throwing your back up against the counter, waiting for something to happen at this point. In that time... As you do that, you hear the front doors begin getting slammed on. Some people are kind of hitting them as they're bashing up against them, and then you see the two doors swing open. And you see about six men come running into the room now at this point. Take. I use the whisper, take the invisibility off of me and put it on you. You're behind the counter. Put it on you and crouch. I'll do that, yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. All right. Cat, um... Losing concentration on the spell that I casted on him and using invisibility on myself. Okay. Just in time as he was at 55 minutes or so. He had five minutes to go as you drop the spell and re-enhance it onto yourself as you feel yourself just in that lightness of going invisible. The staff as well. As the drips, you see them fall to the ground. You can, but they're invisible. As they hit the ground, it seems to splash and almost burn away parts of the stone beneath you. You're currently invisible as these six men run into the room. Ekra, you now find yourself visible just beyond these swinging doors as well, staring down six men as you have your sword in hand. In a yelling intimidation, I ask them, I don't want to yell because it's like 1230 right now, but in a yelling format, I want to ask them, do you really want to face the two-time undefeated champion of the Blood Dome? And then while I'm doing that, I'm kind of like beating my chest with the sword. And I say fuego, so the sword's on fire. Okay. Roll intimidation with advantage, please. Jesus Christ. Low. That's <laughs> not high. Seven. Seven. The six men begin charging towards you. As you see them sprinting straight through the room now, heading directly at the desk. They begin running farther and farther Cypress, you can see a few men hop over the desk. It's already hopping over? They're, they're <laughs> That's not what I intended. Now. Yeah. That's not what I intended. <laughs> they're hopping over the desk now as they're about 10 feet from you. Two of them are 10 feet from you. The other two, 10 feet back. The other two, 10 feet back. So it's kind of a nice little interval split there Appreciate as they're it. hopping the desk and heading at you. Cypress, you're invisible as you can just see these men lunging over the counter towards your friend Ekra. Right. With a whisper, I tell him, because you said the doors are swung open. The doors are swung open. The front doors. I whisper to him, leave, and I try taking on the first one. Okay. 
uh, please roll an attack. Yeah, uh, that's going to be a 22. That's a hit. With Crimson Right. Is Crimson Right free? Like I can do it every attack? I believe so. So 23? Yep. That's a hit. That's damage. Well, it's damage. Oh, that was damage? Yeah. The, the hit okay. was... So the first man who runs at you as he's hopped the counter and sprinted towards you, you swing out your blade as you catch him across the chest and it manages to just slice into his ribcage and up across his throat. And as he was swinging, he tumbles to the left of you, dropping dead onto the ground. As the next man is running directly at you, you still have an extra attack. I'm going to use darkness from, you said 10, 10, 10, or 15, 15. Yeah. So then from the two guys behind the one other guy. Okay. So to kind of try and black off the middle of the room. It'll darken everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As you cast this out, just a black pit engulfs the room, Cypress. In front of you. I'm in it. As You're already just, invisible, and I kind of just realized that, but whatever. It's just emptiness. You look in front of you, you can't see your hand, you can't see your breath. Nothing is there at this point, other than the dark, dark night. Cypress, what would you like to do as you find yourself behind this counter? Uh, I'm going to use my back to guide myself to the right and see if I can get out of the darkness. Uh, yeah, so as you kind of slide against the counters, you're still behind them then, mm-hmm. but you manage to kind of slide just outside of the sphere, and as you look, you just see this black tumbling oh. smoke just rolling around, covering more than half of the And room. there's two people outside of it? Uh, at the far end, yeah. Can I are... get to one of them? Uh, no, not with your movement that you have left. I'll get as close as I can to Okay, you'd have to hop the counter. I won't hop the counter, but I'll get as okay. close as I can if I move around. So you want to slide, like, kind of to the exit of the counter, mm-hmm. move around? Okay, you're going to be at the far end then, and then the rest of them are engulfed in the dark. Fine for, for me. I'm, that's where I'm staying. Okay, so you're just going to stay just outside of the counter? Yeah, because I have no more movement. Okay. Yeah. But no moves? Nope. No attacks? Okay. From within, though... Disadvantage? Yeah. <laughs> And you're lucky. That was crazy. I rolled a one, two, and a two at disadvantage. So you hear men begin screaming from the darkness. Uh, They're tripping over each other. They're shouting out between each other. Where the fuck are they? Somebody get some fucking eyes on them. Said I'm fucking trying. Where are you? As they're just shouting between each other. Nobody seems to have actual eyes on either of you. As the darkness is engulfing the room. Deeper and deeper and deeper. Uh, The two men who are in the center of the room are now planting their feet just outside of this black, smoky circle that has engulfed the room. They're not going into it. And they're kind of just right in the middle. They're about 20 feet away from the main entrance as they're kind of holding their ground at this point. Uh, What would you like to do, Ekra? From the main entrance on the outside? From the main entrance inside. Okay. So you're just hearing voices being shouted between the darkness. Can I go to the right and make my way down to the door? Uh, you sure can't try. Uh, <laughs> roll a perception. Or roll an investigation check as you're trying to find your way through the darkness that you created. You know, investigation I will take every single time. First one's a 23. We'll go 23. Okay. Uh, yeah, you managed to slide out to the right of the circles. You can hear the men kind of shouting from within that darkness still. Uh, You see two men now standing, swords in hands, in the center of the room, and then you begin to see one more man running through the double doors at the very entrance as well. And it appears that people, he's kind of yelling at people as he's like flagging them into the the bank as well. As just those church bells that I mentioned before are just ringing Mm -hmm. even louder now that you're on this first floor. It's echoing out and into the air. Okay. Can I see anyone? Uh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, you could see three people right now. You see the two men standing in the center and then one man who just came through the door who's waving at something. If I can see someone, I'll just try doing my full attack thing again, then. Okay, uh, you're not close enough for melee range, though. Mm. I'll use the crossbow. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can fire away at one of the two men who are standing there in the center of the room. Please roll an attack. 
17. That's a hit. <laughs> oh my god. Five. Okay. That's such should not have been. So you fire off a shot as it connects with the man and he's struck and it glances off of his shoulder, catching in between some of his leather and plate armor, and it definitely leaves a cut, but he is now more aware than ever of exactly where you are. Uh, he, you see him peer over the room as he can see you standing up from behind the desk with that crossbow in hand, and he's more now aware of you than he ever was. Cypress, what are you going to do? I'm going to try to get close to one of the people that are outside of the black circle, mm-hmm. one guard, uh, the two guards that are in front. So there's the one he shot who is to the left, and then the one to the right hasn't been shot, and then there's one man behind them at the very front door. I'm going to go up to that guy, and I have the staff in my hand, Dropping the ooze, I'm going to lift it over his head and drop the purple ooze on his head. Go ahead and roll for an attack first. Five. All right. Anything? No. Okay. Uh, As you're kind of trying to lean it around, you see these purple drops hitting the floor around him. He's kind of noticing that this, like, corrosive shit is smoking up around him, but he's not seeing you in any way. It's just bubbles are almost growing through the concrete and dripping around him. Yeah, is there anything else you'd like to do? It's you you nope. have movement. You uh, have I another, moved up to You have another 10 feet. Get closer to the exit. Oh, yeah, I'll go to the guy in the back. So you're heading closer to him? Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds good. Um, so up next we have the men. They have spotted you as they now all three begin running. Only two of them can make it to you in time. But they do make it. You're not going to hit me. It's fine. How's a... That doesn't. But how's a 17? My armor class is 17. Okay. Uh, you take eight points of damage as one of the men draws his swords. Who He jumps across the desk at you. And in the same I'm motion, he slices down on top of you. Oh, yeah. You're just outside yeah. of it over there. Well, he runs up to you as he kind of slides along the side of it and he swings. You manage to duck past the first man, but before you notice, you quickly turn. The other blade catches you. You throw up your forearm trying to almost block the shot as it just dives deep into you and you can feel it almost scratch the bone into your arm and just blood begins to pour from your forearm as you're trying to hold onto your sword. You can feel it kind of loosely slipping within your grasp. The other man at the door is kind of holding his pace and just trying to... He's, there's that cloud of darkness and he can hear a couple of men screaming from inside of it as they're trying to find their way out and he seems to be holding his ground as well. Um, up next we have you once again, Ekra, as you have two men now just directly in front of you, one man at the back of the room and two men still stuck in the clouds. So. How close are the two men in front of me? Uh, they're in your fucking face. So they're both within five feet? Yes, sir. Great. Uh, I'm going to use clouded daggers. Uh, so go ahead and roll a attack. 12. Okay. Uh, as daggers begin to rain from the sky, they're just kind of glancing off some of this. Most of the men who you're facing now are covered in half plate to full plate armor as it's just dancing off the side of their armor from the metal plates here and there. Some of them are kind of trying to cover up some of their faces, but it's not quite digging through into either of them. Uh, You have one more attack if you'd like to. Can I use a cantrip? Uh, You sure can. Uh, I'm going to use Eldrick's Blast. All right. Please attack. Oh, my God. One. I mean, six, but it's a one. Okay. Uh, A natty? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead and roll that D10, D100, please. Oh, that's good. 93. 93? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, go ahead and roll damage, please. Five? Five? Mm-hmm. Okay. As you kind of are, you're struggling. You're getting overran, and you can feel the pressure finally hitting you. And as you throw out an Eldritch Blast, it collides into the desk next to you, almost throwing you to the side and knocking you prone now against the ground as this bit of an explosion of this strange energy tosses you and you take five points of damage as you now lie on the ground with a couple men rushing towards you and standing over you um up next we have you cypress how tall are these ceilings uh say 20 feet tall okay in this first room yeah Uh, i'm gonna walk out the building 
And as okay. I'm walking out, I'm just going to throw a fireball at the top of the ceiling. Okay. And just set the whole thing ablaze. Yeah. It's made mostly of stone. Good distraction. Okay. I just figured I'd let you know that. I feel like I didn't describe that earlier. But You're invisible. Stone. You can just leave. Yeah, but I'm just going to do that just because I can. Okay. Up and into the area. Yep. Uh, Go ahead and roll damage for me. 23. 23. Okay. So... As you step out through the two doors that are swung open already, a man standing just five feet past you at this point, you've managed to kind of slink past him. You throw up a large fireball into there as it blows up into the center of the room. The flames begin to engulf there. You can feel the heat explode out of the front door as the pressure kind of pulls the flames into this fresh oxygen, almost sizzling your back for a second as you step your way out of this door. Uh, you begin to hear some men scream from the inside here and there, and the darkness of this area engulfs you. You can hear these large church bells kind of ringing from the outside as you can see guards coming from each sides of the towns and the people themselves who live here clearing out of the area completely. They are sprinting and running and screaming away as one of the largest banks in this little city here has been taken over at this point. Um... And that's where we're going to go ahead and call today's session of One Shot Dungeons. I'm Kyle, your Dungeon Master. Of course, always joined by Jacob. And today our special guest was Chris. Thank you for having me. From the band... The Low Season. Which album is coming out? In 28 days. (laughs) (laughs) 28? Or 30. Or 30. 30, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Check out all of our shit. Check our emails. Check our memes. Check our blogs. This check is our over a four-hour episode. Yeah, this is our longest one recorded. It's going to be a two-parter, but this was the longest one we've had a sit-down of playing. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Continue to support us. We love you. We love you. Thank you, guys. Have a kick-ass day. Yeah.